0: Hello and welcome to the No Room for Doubt podcast. My name's Kyra Matthews, I'm a manifestation obsessive, and I help creatives and independent business owners overcome self-doubt and anxiety so they can build thriving businesses online. So let's get into it. Hello everyone, welcome to the show. We are doing something radically different than it has ever been done before. This is brand new, a one-of-a-kind, a a first in the trilogy. (laughs) How many ways can I say that this is a first for the No Room for Doubt podcast? Anyway, today I've got a very special episode for you. I am coaching a fellow creative here on the show. I'm coaching the amazing Chloe from Charman Darlin and how this episode came about I've had this idea to do this for a while I built up on my stories I said the first few people to reply to this I'll coach you for the podcast and Chloe was one of them she was the first person to raise her hand so here we are in this episode you will learn a couple of things we explore some of my favorite topics selling and money And prices. I love to talk about them and I love to coach people on these topics. We explore when is it ever a good time to lower your prices? And we get into what is the thing that actually helps us to sell more products? Because we can guarantee that doubting yourself and beating yourself up does not help sell products. So we explore what is the thing that actually does. Before we jump into this session with the lovely Chloe, I just want to explain what it means to be coached through something that you're challenged with. So, when you raise your hand to be coached by a coach, either me or somebody else, it's not like having a conversation with a friend. When you go to your friend with a challenge, especially if you go to your f- a friend with a challenge about your business, Their main concern is trying to make you feel better, usually. And so you'll say, hey, like, I'm really stressed out in my business right now. You know, sales are really quiet. And your friend will say, don't worry, you're doing great. It will pick up. Just keep on going. You've got this. And sometimes that's exactly what we need to hear. We need to hear those encouraging words when we can't quite reach for them ourselves. But sometimes those words can actually fall on our ears at the wrong times. Sometimes we need something different. And when you take your challenges or your questions to a coach inside a coaching session, it's almost like going to that professional and saying, hey, my necklace is all tied up and i need you to unknot it and tangled and untangle me i don't know why i'm all tangled up, tangled up but i've got like this necklace and it's all tangled up with this other necklace and i've got this pair of earrings in here and i need you to untangle it i don't know if you've ever had any necklaces that you've just kind of bunged together in a bag and then when you go to pick one up it's all in a big knot it's all in a big tangle or when we used to have like headphones with wires and you used to put them in your pocket and you'd pull them out your pocket. It would be a big tangle. When you take your challenge, it's almost like giving the pair of headphones or that necklace to your coach and asking for the support to untangle all of the thoughts and the emotions that have become knotted up inside your brain. And What the aim of this session is to do is to show you how you're thinking about your world, to show you how you're thinking about yourself, so that you can find the answers to solve your own challenges. And you will hear that as we go through this session. So, as you're listening to Chloe share her experience, I want you to Just pause and see where you can see yourself having similar thoughts, similar doubts, and getting into similar challenges inside your business. This is a really great question for me to answer the podcast because I know it will support so many of you. And I hope that you are able to get loads of value and loads of amazing takeaways from hearing Chloe share her story and get coached. Now, without further ado, let's jump into that coaching session. Hi Chloe, how are you doing? Hello,
1: I'm good, how are you?
0: I'm really well. So I will give, I know I said I wouldn't do an introduction, but I'll give a tiny bit of context because yes. Chloe and I actually met pre-business, I, was, I think it was pre-both of our businesses, when yes. you had started I yours. hadn't
1: had a clue what I was going to do. You even did I? Was it clear, the a yeah.
0: So, Chloe and I used to work together in Topshop in Oxford Circus. We both worked on the accessories floor, and we would go into the stock room. I actually got told off. I think I got fired for this. We would go no, into the shut stock up. room. Yeah, like actually, genuinely, they were like, "All you do is talk. <laughs> like, you talk but and you, you don't to sell be able enough." To people
1: if you work in retail,
0: that's why. Well, I would talk to the wrong people. I would talk to uh-huh. you and the other people that work there, not the customers. I'd be like, "Go get your own glasses." <laughs> <laughs> so we worked on this accessories floor and in the stock room we would always be talking about creativity the things we wanted to do with our life fashion just it was just those were good
1: times I still remember when you came into the store and no I came into the storeroom and you was like I think I'm gonna do a podcast I was like do it just do it oh my god I'm here for it oh my god look at us now oh
0: my god. <laughs> here on the show So we're going to do something a little bit different for today's episode. I've invited Chloe on because I'm going to be coaching her live on this show. We're going to be speaking about some of the things that are coming up for her. And as you're listening to this, I just want you to be open to what you can relate to from what Chloe's sharing. I think it's really fascinating to hear somebody else get coached because when you hear all the things that that person is going through, like it's really easy to like then lay onto your own situation and say, what can I learn from this? And what is
1: there for me to take from this?
0: Before we get started, Chloe, would you just say a few words about who you are and what you do?
1: Yes. So I'm Chloe. I run my own clothing business, which always feels so weird to say. Um, (laughs) I don't do it full time, unfortunately, um, but I literally hand make clothes straight off the bat. Uh, give me some fabric and a sewing machine I'm off um, and I also dabble in a bit of embroidery I've just started doing some like embroidered sweatshirts with little cute quotes about positivity and stuff so yeah a bit of everything
0: okay amazing thank you for sharing and what am I coaching you on today
1: um I feel like at the moment I'm just like lost in my ways like, I'm like where am I going what am I doing like is this the right thing to do? Should I do this? Should I do that? I just need help clearing my mind, basically. Mm.
0: Why are you having why are you asking yourself those questions? Is this the right thing to do?
1: I think it's a case of like like I'm 21, so I feel I didn't go to university. I was like, that's just not for me. I just want to get working. And as I started working more like office jobs and things like that, I lost like my creativity. So I then went back into retail. Like at the moment, my main job is working in a fabric shop, which is perfect for me. Um, But it's just like, I think I'm just having doubts, basically. Like I'm quite a confident person, but, you know, there's always going to be aspects where it's like, should I do this? Should I do that? There's pros to this, but there's also cons, but there's pros to this. You know, there's so many different avenues. Like, my mind is just almost growing a tree. Like, Mm. do I go this branch? Or do I go the other branch? You know, Mm. does that make sense?
0: (laughs) Yeah, what are your thoughts about your job right now? Because you started by saying, you didn't go to university, you decided that wasn't for you you did some office jobs you've now got a retail job what is your thoughts about that
1: I mean I love my job like my I think so i one of the reasons that made me start my business was not just because I'd lost my creativity um it was because I just had horrible bosses like I won't go into too much detail but I had horrible bosses it was awful and I'm now in a job where I can be creative and I love my boss. Like my boss is like my best friend. I'm, I'll text her every day. It, it's yeah. so weird. Um, but, <laughs> and yeah, I think it's a case of, I love my job, but I also love making for other people. Like I love saying my dress has been sent out to somewhere in England or I had someone order from America and I was like, Oh my God, that's insane. Um, But I guess a lot of my doubt recently has probably come from like social media Um, with like all that Instagram just sort of not pushing posts or not, I'm not like reaching the right people. So it's now like a case of trying to find those people, but stick to being who I am and not trying to be someone else to please other people and get customers. Does that?
0: Does that make sense? Yeah, sure. So it sounds like we've got like a couple of things going on here. So you said your doubt is coming from Instagram. Instagram can't actually make you feel doubt because it's a neutral thing in the world. Yeah. What would be making you feel doubt is your thoughts about Instagram. Yeah. What are your thoughts about Instagram? I'm not reaching the right people. I can't be myself. Can you tell me more about that?
1: Yeah, so I feel like I'm not reaching the right people. Because when I started my Instagram, I was more like, did like scrunchies and I did like very basic sewing things. So now it's a case of trying to find the right customer who's willing to, you know, reach into the slow fashion world a bit more. Um, I think but it's probably just my mind thinking this, but I recently increased my prices to reflect the actual hard work that goes into it um for example my prices basically doubled because it wasn't just the fact that I wasn't charging enough it was a case of I could make a dress I can pay off all my all my um like material costs and things like that but then I wasn't paying myself so I didn't feel the enjoyment anymore so I yeah I think it's a case of I've developed and improve my skills and my understanding of what I'm doing, but it's just finding those people that also understand.
0: Okay, and how do you know that those people aren't in your audience right now?
1: That's a good question. <laughs> um, I think it's a case of. Oh, I don't... you know what? I didn't think about that one. <laughs> I mean, they must be there, you know. Right. Because I've had one or two sales, but my sales have honestly, like, pretty much halved. Um, Mm.
0: But hold on, you doubled your price. So you've made the same amount of money, but with less sales.
1: Oh, no, no, I haven't. That's that's a lie. Since increasing my prices, Mm -hmm. I'll be completely honest, I've had two sales for my handmade clothes. I have no shame in saying that because that's still amazing.
0: What but, was your sales before? Like the month before or the week before, would you say? What are you comparing it to?
1: I had quite a few slow months. So yeah. I had my spring launch that went amazingly. I had about 14 sales on launch day. So that's like March time. I then thought, right, I'm going to do a market. So I only did one. Um... And I had quite a good, a fair amount of sales from that. I brought out my new collection, increased my prices, increased my prices on my current things from the spring launch. Um, I didn't get a single sale on launch day, not even an abandoned cart. And I think I got one sale at full price. And then someone had like bought something on like a discount because I'd done like a, a mailing list discount and that was it so that had really like made me think oh like sugar no one's where's everyone gone do you know what I mean it was like tumbleweeds I kept posting on Instagram still because I was getting loads of like other small businesses commenting saying yeah I agree um your prices should go up blah 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 your stuff's amazing and it was like ghost town on my website oh. and it really made me think even my skills aren't good in either my sewing or my marketing I mean I'm self-taught in everything I do I don't ever got a clue what I'm doing marketing especially but it made me really doubt my abilities hmm. to sell myself
0: yeah I totally can see how that made you doubt because you're thinking in the spring launch the March launch I got 14 sales I did a market killed it had those prices you go into your next launch the only thing that's changed is your prices and your brain says well it's because of my prices it it, it must be because of my sewing people are saying yeah but like your brain has almost created this story over why you yeah. didn't make sales. And it's saying it's because Instagram isn't pushing my posts. It's because I put my prices up.
1: Yeah, literally my brain has literally been saying it's because your prices have gone up. So I'm, I mean, i a bit like, okay, that's fine. I completely understand, you know, if, it, if I was a customer, I couldn't, I can't go out and spend 60 pounds on a dress without there being reviews and things like that. I totally get it from both, from, being a being a seller of my own products and being a customer in that market but yeah my brain was like it's fine the right people will be there but there was this thing at the back of my brain that was like you need to put your sell your prices down then people will buy blah 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 and I was just like I don't know I'm now like oh meh
0: yeah totally do you want to put your prices down
1: no. Right. I'm very adamant that I'm not going to put my prices down because sorry, I need to make pay the bills. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I I listen to to uh, Kyra's stories. I know <laughs> I need to sell at my own worth. I'm not. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm not I I have I remind myself every day I'm not fast fashion. I'm not um pretty little thing where I can sell something for a tenner and be good. I pay myself, aka the garment worker, a fair price because I know how much hard work goes into it.
0: Right. I can tell that you really believe in that. And what it sounds like is going on is you know how to sell your dresses or your scrunchies at the prices they were before. Like, you know how to sell that. You did 14 sales in that launch. What I think is happening is you're learning how to sell a dress for £60 yeah this is new you've never done this before
1: it's almost like leveling up exactly to the next stage and, and just your like,
0: brain was like I'm gonna feel good about my prices if I have 14 sales but I only had two so now I don't feel good about my prices I believe yeah. in that number but I only had two sales so maybe I'm wrong maybe I'm I was wrong about this whole thing
1: yeah literally
0: What if you're not wrong, though? What if this is the price that you're meant to have, this is what you're meant to do with your life and your business?
1: Well, then I'll just keep pushing, you know? I think I'm in this stage at the moment, like, it's end of November, nearly December, so my shop will be closing up soon for Christmas, and then I'll bring up my new stuff in spring. I think part of me is reminding myself that, hey, look, you did great in spring. Spring's come around again. We can do it again. And I will be able to do it again. But it's also a case of because there have been no sales, I then don't have the finances to then do that next bit. So I've been introducing new things and I keep telling myself, oh, it's that weird time of year. People want to buy their Christmas presents and put things on their Christmas list. That's why I've not got sales at the moment. I just keep making excuses in my brain for why things aren't happening. Mm.
0: Because it's because of the questions that you're asking yourself. It's kind of one of those things, if you want to get a really good answer from your brain, you have to ask it really high powered questions. So if you're asking yourself, why aren't things working? What's wrong with me? What's wrong with my business? What's wrong with Instagram? your brain comes up with all this kind of all these answers that you can't do anything with. Oh, it's cause it's Christmas. It's because I put my prices up. It's because the Instagram algorithm isn't working. That may be true, but you actually can't do anything to change the algorithm. It gives you no sort of like step forward. It gives you no sort of ideas to try. It gives you no momentum. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. How could you make this work? If you were going to drop into, instead of feeling that emotion of doubt, if you stepped into curiosity, if you approach this as an experiment, you. one of the things you said is that you're self-taught, you've taught yourself how to sew, taught yourself how to sell, you've got this far, so you do have a problem-solving brain, how could we step into curiosity and explore, well, okay, I've put my prices up, I've got this new product now. How could I make this work?
1: Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I think <laughs> there's a lot of things I can do. And I think another, like, one thing would be to send things up, cus- products up to custom- to influencers and pe- other people to get reviews and things. So I've always been like, oh, there's people who are going to say they want stuff for free and do nothing with it. I reached out to three people. One of them took like over two weeks to get back to me, which is fine. Things happen. One girl got back to me straight away and was like, yes, I'd love to help you out, blah, blah, blah. You know what? I sent her something. Like I said, I'm self-taught. I only have myself to model on. She's a a very different size to me. And she was so helpful. She'd said, right, I love it, but there's things you could do to change it for someone of my size and I was like that is amazing I really appreciate that I then also had someone who said yeah that's fine didn't give me any further information about what exactly they wanted so I couldn't move forward which then made me think so I've got one person helping me out but the rest of me was like I'm gonna have more like who else can I reach out to I feel like I've gone off on another tangent that I probably shouldn't have gone on. (laughs) My brain's just like,
0: (laughs) No, like it's no, you're totally fine. Yeah, but it's like all of the things that you're doing to solve this challenge right now, you're coming from the place of that. It's not working.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm trying different things, but the other aspect is it's all well and good sending stuff out to people but I need to also get those sales to make up for the loss of fabric and my time on the ones I've sent out. And it's like a constant cycle because I don't get any funding for my business. It's all my own wages that go into it. And it's like, do I spend £200 on more fabric to send out to people? Or do I wait? Because I need that money for bills. I need that money to save up for my house, you know. There's a a lot of risks to have in a business, like most people understand from listening to this. They'll, you know, do you do this, do you do that? And my brain's in that situation.
0: Hmm. How does it feel when you go through that?
1: Confusing and very conflicting.
0: Right. Totally.
1: Because it's like, I know what I need to do. I know how to do it, but then my brain's almost like, mm, are you sure though? Right. Do you
0: want to do that? Totally. I want you to, to to back up a second because you've got like the action bit, you've got the do bit, but there's something else that I think would really support you in getting those things done. And it's the energy thing, the thought thing, the feeling part of it. Because right now you've got all these actions that you can do, but it's on Foundation of doubt. It's on yeah. this foundation of well, I've just spent two hundred pounds when I could have, you know, put towards a mortgage or put it towards a house or I could have paid my bills and or and it's like your brain is seeing the cost of all of these opportunities and it's not seeing the reward of all of these opportunities. Yeah. Like your brain has gone through all the things that could happen, like the worst case scenario. And you're trying to solve your challenges from the worst case scenario. Yeah. Let's just back up a bit. What is there to gain? What's the best case scenario? What do you want? Say you do go out and you send out your pieces to people and you do make more sales. Where could this all lead to? Where do you want it to go?
1: It could lead to more collections, lead to me doing my business full time would lead to more markets, reaching more people, probably pop-up shops in places. I know there's things there. I know that, oh, I'd love love this to happen. Okay,
0: pause, because your brain is going back into the doubt. It's like, oh, I want this, let's go back into the doubt. So let's go into, like, the best-case scenario. Why do you want all those things?
1: I want those things to have freedom and to be creative without someone saying oh are you sure you want to do that or every time I've been creative in my life it was due to being at school or being at college and you'd have to work towards a grade and marking and obviously I can do what the heck I want now and that's what I I want for myself for the rest of my life. Totally and
0: the thing is is that you have the opportunity to do that now that spirit of doing the pop-ups and doing the markets and selling more collections and being this creative person who has this freedom to do whatever they want to do, you have the opportunity to do yeah. that now. I, The way I see it is where all of those things that you're wanting, all of those opportunities, that's like your future self. Like you in a month from now, you in a year from now, three years from now, whatever. But in order to create that, possibility for yourself you've got to show up as if you are that person who has that freedom who has that you know what I can just do whatever I want and I can make it work I want you to zoom out and imagine that you are that person who's got the pop-up shots who's got the collections who's doing like collaborations and all those really fun things How would they approach the challenges that you're facing now?
1: I feel like they'd have an attitude of if you don't ask, you don't get, which is something I always tell myself to have. And they would literally be like, well, we don't know to try," And that is, I always say that. And sometimes I don't put it into action, understandably. Things happen. (laughs) But, yeah, I think they'd have... A more carefree attitude towards the worst case scenario.
0: And how would they be approaching the things that they're trying? What would be their experience of trying new things and failing and figuring it out? What would their experience be?
1: A roller coaster. It would still be up and down because nothing's straightforward in life. But they would be okay with that because sometimes the hard work takes a while to pay off.
0: Interesting. I think. So (laughs) they're not thinking about all they could lose. They're thinking, well, actually, this might just be an investment that I don't see straight away. It is going to come back to me. Yeah. Interesting.
1: I always feel like I am that Mm. person, but there's this... Doubt that's saying, Nah. You're not there yet, Gil. Chill out.
0: <laughs> There's that brain kicking in again, the humanness. Yeah what do you, how do you want to support yourself when that doubt comes up? Because here's the thing. Like, I think we often think that we're going to make the sales in our business and there's going to be no doubt. So we're going to get to this place, this like Instagram heaven community where we walk in, they open the door and all of our self-doubt, all of our anxiety is just left down to the peasants and we just don't feel any bad things anymore. <laughs> But the truth is, you've probably experienced doubt at every stage of your business. Doubt when you couldn't sew. Doubt when you posted your first thing online. Doubt when you sold your first thing. That doubt is always going to be there. But what do you want to do? How do you want to look after yourself and support yourself when it comes up?
1: Just, like, keep going. I'm just trying to think of, like, when this... Like, I have had doubt. Like, all those things you've said, I've had doubt at those stages. And I just went, I just did it. You just, I just pushed through. And I guess I just need to do that now. Yeah.
0: It's like right now, what's happening is you're using your doubt as a reason to stop, yeah. to question yourself. It's like the doubt wins, kind of like a toddler. Yeah, like you're just letting the toddler doubt like run riot in the kitchen. And there's flour everywhere, sugar everywhere, milk on the floor, all those kind of things. And it's like, you need to come in and be like the adult of your brain and be like, hey, like I can yeah. see you're looking at all the fear and you're looking at all the worst things and all the money I spent, but we are going to figure this out. Like this is worth it. Like the journey is worth it to me because there's all these things that you want to achieve. These all yeah. these things that you want to do.
1: It's funny because I have all these doubts and I have all my stuff in like a storage unit and when I tell you the storage unit is full it is full (laughs) (laughs) and I will literally go there and I'm just like I can't stop now look at all the stuff I've got look at all the things I've made all the things I've got for future markets xyz all the fabric I've got here I can't just stop now
0: totally you can't (laughs) no way And it's like every time, I think that's a really good reminder because every time your brain is like, oh, well, I'm just going to have to put my prices down or I have to go back. You can be like, oh, look at at my storage. Look at how far I've come.
1: Yeah, literally.
0: (laughs) All those things I've done. And it's kind of like it may not be happening at the speed that you would have liked it. Sure, you would have liked to have raised your price and made 14 sales in that last launch. Of course. You can allow yourself to be disappointed at at that. I'm not at all going to say that you should be like jumping for joy every time something doesn't go your way. But you've just got to decide how long you're going to stay in that cloud of disappointment. It didn't work. I don't think it could work. Have a day where you're like, okay, this sucks. And then the next day be like, okay. That, the stuff in the storage unit is counting on me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally, it wants to be sold. All the yeah. fabric wants to be made into clothes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. It sounds like such a metaphor, but I literally do go to my storage unit, open the door, and I'm like, damn. Let's keep going. Let's do this. Ah, okay. It's so weird. So,
0: how do you feel now about things?
1: <laughs> I literally feel like, come on, let's go let's let's get these patterns drafted let's get guy Yeah. In. yeah. let's not sit around because i'll literally just procrastinate doing things because i'm like yeah. well i haven't had a sale let's and i know i shouldn't do that because i'm like i'll wake up i'm like yeah let's look at the designs i've done on my ipad let's let's think about things because obviously there's a lot of maths that goes into making clothes like which isn't normally my forte <laughs> 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 but it has to be done you know yeah. admin has to be done no one wants to do it that's what I remind mm. myself those sort of things
0: totally and it's so interesting it sounds like you've got this covered but I just want to bring this up for everyone listening when you have that thought but I haven't made a sale what happens like what's the, how do you feel when you're having a day and you're like oh I haven't made a sale
1: I don't need sleep over it. And I think that's because I have my other job as a backup. Mm -hmm. If it was another, if I was doing this full time, I'd be a bit like, oh, I'm not going to be able to pay this bill or whatever. But Mm. I sort of just remind myself that that's okay. You know, you can't sell something every single day. You can have your days off. Mm. And... Yeah, I just remind myself that that's okay and I can use that time instead of making the order to prepare for new things, but maybe update my branding or make... What I do is a lot of the time I make clothes for myself and I use that as, like, practice because then I'm learning, you know, different sewing skills and things like that. Um, so I don't personally you know, feel any sadness. I think my boyfriend feels more sad about things than me. I literally had a launch the other day and he was like, you didn't have any sales? And I went, no, but that, that's okay. You know. Yeah. Oh, I feel really bad. Well, what are you going to do? Buy all the jumpers for me? <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. worse things happen at sea. Mm. Have a day off. Don't work on something else. That will make a new order.
0: One hundred percent. It's so interesting because I think that we, you know, like the worst that can happen, we're always afraid of the worst thing that can happen. The worst thing that could happen has happened. You have a day where you don't make a sale. You have a launch where it doesn't. You don't sell anything. Like that's the worst thing that could happen, and we're all still alive. I have had launches that have sold nothing or sold one. And it's like before that your brain is like, oh my gosh, it would be the worst thing ever. I would hate it if that happened. And it's like, well actually, I actually love it when that worst thing kinda happens because then you're like, Whoa, I didn't die. It's fine. I can keep on going, I can yeah. keep on moving. Like, brain, calm down. Don't get don't get dramatic. It's all fine.
1: Basically, the the saying goes, something along these lines. Expect the worst. Anything good, that's it. Anything good's a bonus. Mm. So, nuts. whenever I have a launch, I'm like, we've got this, we've got this in the bag. If I don't make a sale, that's okay. There's tomorrow, there's a next week, it's okay. But I've shown up for myself and I've put my products out there.
0: Totally. And you can take that same energy into your prices. The price yeah. you've already decided that the prices are not going to change. They're never going back. No, they might you know they might look different in the future. Okay, but for this product, you've set you've raised that price. Yeah. Now you can. I would love for you to take that energy of I'm showing up for myself. I'm doing this for myself. Anything else that happens is a bonus with how you figure out how you move forward with communicating that value to your audience. Yeah. And also whilst also remembering that those people that are going to buy this garment are already in your audience. It's highly likely. Like, we don't yet have any evidence to suggest that they aren't
1: there. Yeah, totally. Totally agree.
0: Like, there's just no evidence. (laughs) Do you have any questions?
1: No, I don't. I don't think I have any questions. My brain is like, you know, like, after any coaching or any therapy session, your brain's just like (laughs) in this weird haze. And it's, like, trying to piece everything together. Mm,
0: totally. <laughs> Reprogramming those neurons, baby. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's like I've reset my computer. Yeah, literally, literally. And, you're
0: like, it's trying to, like, open all the programs. It's like, ah, ah this doesn't yeah. work anymore. I love it can you share with everyone how people can get in touch with you because I'm sure that there's lots of small business owners who relate 100% to what you've shared and are gonna want to tell you about it too
1: yes so I'm mainly on Instagram it's charming darling dot online my website is shop charming darling and I'm also on TikTok but I'm not that great on it so we'll forget that one
0: don't you dare come on my podcast and say you're not that great at TikTok you must be like it's it's supposed to look like this the transition is right, okay. supposed to be slow
1: okay one second let me get it up because I recently changed the name of it so my brain was like just say now nah. oh god adverts okay everyone my TikTok is charming darling just charming darling I'm practicing
0: amazing. Please do go follow Chloe. If you really related to the things that she shared, please share. She was super brave and courageous to share. And to be so open about all the things coming up for her. And I know that she's not alone and that so many of you listening have experienced or are experiencing this. If this has been useful to you and you want more episodes like this, do slide into my DMs and let me know because I love hearing about what you guys enjoy. By the way, just a quick shout out. By the time you hear this, we would have had 10,000 downloads on the podcast, which is... Yeah, it's so fun.
1: <laughs> I feel like I was one of the like, first like 100 people to listen. I feel like such a proud fan. <laughs> it is
0: four circle moment. Chloe, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show.
1: Yes, thank you. Thanks for having me. And every, I don't know if you'll keep this in, but make sure you get subscribing to Kyra's email mailing list for her journal because it looks amazing. Yes!
0: Yes! <laughs> Subscribe so you can go to the link in my bio on Instagram and you can get on the waitlist for the journal. I think by the time this podcast comes out, you will still have time to get it. So yeah, go to the waitlist. I'm
1: getting one. I feel like girls. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thanks everyone. See you soon.